trying to arrest him. I'm Ian Kramer. A crackdown on noisy protests outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. I'm Nick Ainelli. A mission group from Maryland will head home after being stuck in Central American protests for a week. I'm Luke Luger. Nats dropped their ninth street and may be about to lose a homegrown superstar. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The small southwest Texas town of Uvalde awaits a report and video from its recent elementary school gun massacre in which 19 children and two adults were killed. Victim parents are scheduled to get that later today from the Texas legislature. Correspondent Lilia Luciano is there. Cries for accountability are getting louder in Uvalde after a week of answers that led to more anger. My son was shot in the back and had to wait. 77 minutes for someone to take action. My son is with us, but he is not the same young man. Rob elementary parents like Oscar Arona were in Washington, D.C. rallying for gun control when a leaked surveillance video was released. The weather watch hot and hotter, the quick summary for a large chunk of the country. North Texas farmers are selling off cattle by the thousands as grasslands and water disappear in a worsening summer drought. I'm holding off as long as I can. Springtown, Texas cattleman Lee McLaughlin. There's not enough grass left, even if it got a good rain and take forever for it to bounce back and it's not going to help our hay situation. The USDA says 85% of pasture and rangeland in North Texas is now considered to be in poor or very poor condition. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. President Biden now back in Washington following a four-day Mideast trip that took him to Israel and Saudi Arabia. Iran especially has been a big focus of the visit. Early Saturday, the White House warned it's now backing Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine by providing armed drones. Iran does have a domestic production capability for drones, and these are lethal drones. It's also an indication of the pressure that's being put on Mr. Putin's war machine that he himself now has to turn to a country like Iran to resupply his own loss of drones uh, in the war. The Biden trip began with a new agreement between the U.S. and Israel to partner in stopping Iran's nuclear ambitions. White House correspondent Ed O'Keefe. Now to New York, one of the cities hardest hit by the monkeypox epidemic and one of the cities where vaccine is hard to find. WCBS Radio's Christy Kalishin. Another 9,200 monkeypox vaccine appointments were made available Friday night. They all got booked within minutes. The city has also rolled out more vaccination clinics citywide with sites in Brooklyn, Queens and the Bronx opening up Sunday. Another 1,000 doses were made available Friday that were originally set aside as second doses but the city wants to get as many shots in arms as possible first. Late word just coming in from Las Vegas, New Mexico. No known survivors after a helicopter crash there with three police personnel and one fire employee on board. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 303 Sunday morning, July 17, 2022. 71 in the nation's capital. Showers passing, skies starting to clear up. Maybe some patches of fog and down to near 70. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following at this hour. A man is dead this morning, another injured after what police describe as an officer-involved shooting. It happened right after 9 Saturday night in the 800 block of Wharf Street. 
D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says two off-duty police officers were at the wharf when they saw an armed man. While they were here, they observed an armed individual uh, pointing a handgun uh, down in the waterfront area. Our officers engaged that person who was carrying the firearm. A shot was fired. At least this time, we know at least one shot was fired. The man shot by police was taken to the hospital but later died. A second person hurt and grazed by a bullet. That person in the hospital. Unclear whether the armed man was aiming his gun or what he was aiming his gun at, but it was recovered at the scene. No officers were hurt. This is a developing story, and we will bring you more on it as we learn more. It's 3.04. A home invasion robbery in Alexandria took a deadly turn Sunday, Saturday morning. Police have now made an arrest. Two people are dead after being shot over on Century Drive near Duke Street. Alexandria police say a person of interest is now in custody. Just before 7.30 a.m., police got a call about a burglary. When they arrived, they found one of the victims who died on the scene. The other later died at a nearby hospital. Yeah, the uh, uh, burglaries in one location, uh, possible burglaries in another location, um, and then the shots fired in another location. Alexandria Police Chief Don Hayes. As far as we know, Everyone who was involved in the incident has been accounted for. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Sentencing, se sentencing, I should say, is set for next month for an Annapolis man convicted of assaulting two police officers. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. The jury convicted the 26-year-old of biting one Anne Arundel County police officer and trying to bite another one as they were trying to arrest him at a fast food restaurant in September of last year. Brandon Hardy was also convicted of felony drug charges for having fentanyl, cocaine, marijuana, and Suboxone strips on him, along with cash and a digital scale to weigh drugs. Police caught up with Hardy at the restaurant after he took off running a red light and hitting two cars along Route 10 and Mountain Road. Another person in Hardy's car told police his name, and they used a cell phone to find him at the restaurant. When police tried to arrest him, they say that's when he bit one of them. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Dozens of Maryland students and their chaperones finally heading home. They were on a missionary trip, trapped at a compound in Panama for a week. Countrywide protests over inflation and high gas prices have blockaded most of the major roads in Panama. The missionaries from the four participating Seventh-day Adventist churches, Spencerville, Frederick, Athelton and Columbia, New Hope and Fulton, made up about 30 teenagers and adults. And those roadblocks have kept the group at a compound and prevented them from traveling to help build a school in another part of the country. But now the Chesapeake Convention of Seventh-day Adventists says all members will be heading home. The group got a brief window through the roadblocks early this morning and are now waiting to fly home. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Homes of Supreme Court justices have been the site of protests in recent weeks ever since the court overturned Roe v. Wade. Now Montgomery County Police have a warning related to the amount of noise protesters have been making. A man accused of plotting to kill Justice Brett Kavanaugh was arrested by Kavanaugh's home in Montgomery County last month. But now police are dealing with new problems related to protests. We're receiving numerous complaints about the noise. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones says protesters who go to Justice's home have been using megaphones and playing loud music, leading to neighbors at times being unable to sleep. And that's going outside of the scope of having a peaceful protest. And he's warning that that could be considered disturbing the peace or disorderly conduct, which could lead to protesters being arrested. Three of the nine Supreme Court justices live in Montgomery County. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Ahead after traffic and weather, a closer look at Netscript's new subscription scheme with, w with uh, TV guides Matt Rausch. It's 307.
According to the National Council on Aging, about 1 in 10 Americans aged 60 or older have suffered from at least one type of elder abuse. All types of elder abuse can lead to devastating consequences. Elder abuse can include physical, financial, sexual, emotional, or psychological abuse or exploitation. Identifying these types of abuse can help you and others protect this vulnerable population of a financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.